It's Monday night, so you know what that means. We're back. It's the loud pedal. I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Clark Griswold. What's up? Jennifer, the ghost, Punchy Houseman. Hello. And of course, me, the mouth. Our guest tonight is the ageless Frank Cozy. Welcome to the show, Frank. Uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so uh, we'll just get real started. Uh, how would you rate uh, your season so far this year, Frank? Uh, you know, making the switch coming down from uh, New Egypt to Bridgeport. Uh, hasn't been real good. We've had a lot of motor problems, but hopefully we're getting them straightened out and move on from there. Uh, what was the uh, deciding factor, you know, from from switching from from New Egypt to Bridgeport? Just trying something new. Uh. Really just something different. Uh, I had run there at the end of last year and really liked it. And uh, I just thought maybe we'd give that a shot. I don't really like to stay anywhere too long. Um, but I like to stay more than a year. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you've, but, you've been pretty yeah, successful. I mean, I no... but... Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Frank. Uh, no issues with anybody there or anything. Believe me, that's oh, not the reason. Yeah, you know, no, I, I go. No, I I know when I go to a racetrack what I'm getting into. So, <laughs> I you, know, you go there and you race whatever whatever the 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 people that run the the program say. That's the way it is. You know, I, I mean, I understand that after all these years, and yeah. uh, I didn't have any. I didn't have any problem with that. Just I like I liked uh, Bridgeport. I thought Doug Rose did a great job down there, and I thought he's passionate about you know his racetrack, and that's what it takes for a promoter to be successful. To have a lot of passion for your racetrack, and uh, and it's a racy place, and you're not gonna you're not gonna hold them off there if you got a bad car. Yeah, no, I agree. And, oh, you know, yeah, we, yeah. we spoke with Ryan Watt earlier this year, and you know, kind of talking to him because you know he's. He's been fast there, but he hasn't quite picked up a win. And, uh, you know, he, he pretty much came out and told us he doesn't think anybody's going to dominate this year. Just going to be, you know, different winner after different winner after different winner. Yeah, it seems like guys just start up front there, and they've got enough good cars there. It seems like once they get out there and get in the rhythm, they're, they're, uh, they're pretty good. And like I said, there's a, there's a lot of good cars there. There's not a lot of junk. And, uh, just seems like the winners keep coming from the front mostly. But, you know, I mean, we're early in the year. I don't really think you can say there's not going to be a, a bigger winner than normal. I mean, uh, somebody's going to – I mean, Go Down's got a pretty good setup for there. So does um, mm -hmm. 126. You know, those guys are a little step ahead of everybody right now. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Go Down has definitely been uh, extremely consistent this year there anyways. Yeah, he's been nice there. Uh, can't take it away from him. So uh, we just got to keep working on it. Like every other racetrack I've ever been to, you just got to keep working at it. It just doesn't doesn't, doesn't happen uh, unless you work at it. Yeah, it doesn't just fall on your lap. Out of all the tracks that you've raced at, Frank, over your uh, Hall of Fame career, which one was your favorite? <laughs> How about if I just tell you my number? How about if I tell you my non-favorites? Yeah, we can do that. Uh, that, works, hey, that works as well. That works as well. Yeah. 
I mean, I've liked about every racetrack. Uh, I liked Orange County in the 90s. That was a great place. You could start 18th and win there. Uh, everybody used to do it. Hearn used to do it. We used to come from the way yeah. in the back all the time. Yeah. yeah. That was, you couldn't, you couldn't, I mean, I always judge a racetrack by how, how I feel after the race. And, I, and I, if I want to race there, I used to get out of the car totally wiped out. And so that you, you know, you knew you drove as hard as you could drive. Uh, it wasn't follow the leader and everybody drive to the bottom of the corner and get out in the straightaway and hope the guy in front of you gets a flat. You know, it wasn't that kind of flat out no. racing. Uh, yeah, now going back to Orange County real quick to the the nineties, you know, uh, what was it eighty nine and ninety? You picked up Eastern States win. Uh, which year was it that you uh, went uh, with no pit stop? Uh, first first year eighty nine. Uh, mm-hmm. Actually, funny story about that uh, year. We didn't have a lot of fuel rules then, you know, so there really wasn't a rule book about it. You had to have a 22-gallon cell. I believe that was the number back then. But they didn't say anything about gas line. They didn't say anything about fuel filter. And we had humongous stuff on the car. And right. uh, we we went there knowing we could go about 250 laps on a tank. Oh, nice. Consider, considering that we had about 28 gallons of fuel in it. Um, <laughs> but there was no rule, you know. There was only a fuel tank rule. So we weren't alone. I mean, a lot of other guys could do it too. I think Mike Romano, who's a good friend of yep. mine, yep. had told me that he had won uh, uh, Fonda 200, I think, the week before and didn't stop. So, you know, I, mean, I knew it was possible. We knew from our numbers. But uh, I remember being at the – talking to an official about it, and he had Glenn Donnelly on his radio, and he asked him, and he said, well, hell no, we were, uh, there's no mandatory pit stop because nobody can go 200 laps anyway without stopping. And I knew right there that we had an ace in the hole. And, uh, <laughs> all those days when you could get the lead at Orange County and, and you had a decent call, uh, it was, especially that, you know, uh, but it was good because, you know, the week before we lost, uh, uh, Syracuse to Danny Johnson we had that issue with him there, and then yeah. he run second to at Eastern States that in, you know next week. So it was it was a nice deal. Now, when you when you add that you know extra couple of gallons of fuel to the car, obviously you're adding weight to the car. Is there anything you had to do to you know maybe counterbalance out that extra weight in the car? No, not that I remember. I was <laughs> just fill her up and go, huh? Uh, we just figured, well, you know, uh, we don't got to stop, so that's probably worth about 10 spots. Um, <laughs> I think we started second. I believe Brett had a lot of problems that race. I think he yes correctly because he was winning all the races there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I didn't run then. I was only went there a couple times that year. I think we only ran there twice that year. I think we won the series race there that year, if I'm not mistaken, and the 200. I think we were only there four times total all year, so it was a pretty good racetrack for us. <laughs> I probably hated seeing you pull in that year. I don't know. If, I don't know if it was that far, but uh, we, we we ran good. <laughs> we had a good set there. I think Davey Hoffman was working for me then, and uh, we had a good bunch of guys for that deal. Now, now, what's the what's the biggest race you won in your career? Would you say it's Eastern States or Super Dirt Week? Uh, 
You know, I got to tell you, uh, Super Dirt was more getting a monkey off my back than anything. Right. Um, I've been there so many years, and so many years I went home, and we used to joke around. My wife used to tape me to the seat of the motorhome so I didn't jump out at the tallest bridges. Because, <laughs> you know, go there and spend everything you had to go, everything you saved all year long for that week. Right. And, uh, you know, I mean, we had some good finishes there, but just couldn't get a win. And I was like to the point where, you know what, if something don't happen good here, I'm, I've about had enough of this. Uh, you know, it was a great atmosphere place, but as far as racing went, it really wasn't that good. Uh, right. I don't believe the year I won, I might have passed four or five cars, and that's because they were trying to save fuel. Uh, so it wasn't like I raced my way to the win, uh, primarily. We just outfueled them. And that we did outfuel them for that race. So that was a feel good race. I got to tell you, Eastern States was a good win, but one of the, one of the most satisfying wins I ever had, cause I worked so hard to get it was a 410 sprint car win. Uh, was I, I got to tell you, I really sucked when I started. And, uh, of course I started at 55. That was a little old. Um, but we worked really hard and just, just small gains. And I don't think anybody really understands after you've been driving modifieds for 35 or 40 years and then hop in a sprint car, it's, it's a different deal. They don't, they don't race. The the drivers don't act the same. It's a whole different deal out there. uh, Did you just have the one sprint car win? Yeah, that was it. And where, where was that, uh, where was that at? Port, Port Royal. I was there one night when you finished third with the World of Outlaws. That was uh, that was probably about ten years ago, and they had to red flag it because everybody kept getting a flat, to, so you guys could fuel up to finish the A main. Yeah, yeah, I know. I remember that. Well, that was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, those those guys there, they put softest tires. They put soft tires on. I think we had three different compounds that night you could pick from and chip uh morgan my tire guy he said to me uh why are we going to put soft tires on and i'm like well, that's everybody else i don't know uh, i never raced a sprint car here <laughs> he said well you've raced a thousand lap here you know that you got to have a hard tire let's put the hardest tire on we have so we put the hardest tire on we had and of course they I kept blowing tires out and we didn't and we ended up third okay. it was a good deal yeah, nothing wrong with that Third place, good finish against the World Outlaws. Yeah, I guess. Well, you know, they're they're supposed to be the best in the in the country, and uh, I kept thinking the the best don't really make a mistake on tires, but most of them did. <laughs> yeah. You know, I had all so, the cars. You. Oh, I'll go ahead, Frank. No, you go ahead. I can't see your lips, so I believe what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your favorite Orange County car that you raced? Was it the Bros, the Higby? Uh, definitely the Higbys. Okay. The Higbys were a blast to drive for. They were uh, they were a team that weren't overloaded with money for sure. Oh. Uh, they had a lot of heart, and uh, you know you go there and you. I, I used to think every Saturday I got to drive as hard as I can for these guys. Not that I didn't for anybody, but I got to take some extra hard chances. Because these guys need to, you know, we need the money to keep going, and uh, and they were just, you know, they were really hard workers, and they were they were enthusiastic every night, and even when we had bad times, and we had some bad streaks, 
they were uh, they were really uh, they were all in. You know, they didn't get their head down. They didn't start wanting to fire me, which I've been fired <laughs> many times. And uh, you know, just wanted to keep going and figure out what was wrong and and get back to running good. You know, and then we didn't win exceptional a lot of races, but we won a few races. And and uh, but they wanted to, you know, every week get somewhere where we could make enough money to break even, and that was happy. They were happy with it. But for sure, they were the best. I had a, I had a really good time with them. Breaking even is always good. You never want to lose money. In racing, you know, you're going to lose it anyway. But, uh, oh, that's, that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. You just want to make enough to keep going. Never want to say you want to make money. No, I mean, it's a hobby for us. It's always been a hobby. So uh, I never fed my family off of what I made in racing. I can... now, how, how, uh, let's, let's go back, back a few years. How did you get your start in racing? Uh, well, we were, my dad raced briefly in the early 50s. Uh, then we, my father owned race cars. He had uh, Al Tazanati. I don't know if you're that old. I'm definitely not that old. Al Tazanati's a legend, though. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Uh, Al Tazanati, Bud Olson, Stan Pulaski, uh, Bobby Pickle. You know, we had those guys driving for us. and. So you just uh, pretty much, uh, you know, that was a big deal in our house racing. Yeah, that's quite a that's quite a list of drivers you just need. Yeah, there. that that's all like legends. <laughs> like you're just like you, yeah, your Frank's is kind of like yeah, you know, a couple of those guys like Al Tazdati. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know, listen, back in those days, '68 and '9, I believe, uh, we were in awe of those guys. You know, they were the they were the heroes. And uh, right. they actually sat at a dinner table and ate dinner with us. And, you know, that was, after a while, it just got to be a natural thing. Uh, right. But, you know, in the beginning, it was like, wow, you know. But, you know, my dad was, uh, it was a family, or a family always places. So my dad would come home and, uh, in the winter and he'd say, we were an Italian family, so you better be at the dinner table at 530 and, and he, you better be there before he sat down. And then he'd sit down and he'd go, uh, well, boys, uh, what do you think? Who do you think we should get as a driver? Now, he's asking us. You know, we're 12, 11, 12, <laughs> And we'd name off the names. And he goes, well, how about Altaz and 80? And we go, Altaz and 80? And he goes, yeah, because I just hired him today. And we're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> no other kid had it, you know. Uh, but But I came from that that deal there um my lat my dad's last full-time real full-time driver obviously uh was bud olson and he had built some cars for my father and then when that deal ended uh i think wayne rudiman drove for him for a little bit two other drivers and uh then he eventually got bobby pickle to drive it one of them and i got the other that's how i started he needed a actually that car got destroyed at middletown when bud drove it needed a front clip so my dad said, there's a car if you want to fix it and build a motor for it. When you can do it, you can race it. And, of course, we did all that already. So, you know, that's how I started. You've had, you've had quite the quite the career. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, uh, you know, racing's a hard sport. Uh, you got to work at it. Uh, I've been very fortunate over the years to have been able to get cars to drive. Uh, 
back when there was a lot of cars to drive. Today, it's not so much. You know, a young kid coming into the sport today, you better have your own stuff, and you better get real good at it to have somebody pick you up, and there's not that many good owners out there that can afford right. to do it anymore. So yeah, it's a lot it's harder expensive. to yeah, I mean, you know, a young kid today, I don't know how they do it. I mean, if they don't have some money behind them, parents got some money or somebody's willing to spend money on them, they're, they're, they're in a tough spot. Back when we started, you know, there was nothing you could buy. You could buy a fuel cell and I think uh, a plastic seat from somebody. And uh, that was about it. Everything else came out of the junkyard or you had to build it. So today nothing comes out of the junkyard and you don't build nothing, you got to buy it. It's hard. It's easy, a lot easier, but it's hard. Uh, are, you, are you still having fun for the most part racing? Yeah, I like the racing part. Uh, I got to be truthful yeah. with you. I hate the big. I hate these big bodies. I've always hated them. I hated them from day one. Um, uh, if I if they could get rid of them, it would be a lot more fun, I think, for especially for the guys that got to work on them. But like everything else, you know, the young guys today don't know what the bodies were like back in those days. Yeah, slender. So they just right. They just think this is normal, and uh, you know, I, I just never liked it. But they're just hard to work on, which I don't mind working on them. As a matter of fact, that's my relaxing thing at night is to work on the car, but. Uh, I just hate tin work. That's why I like sprint cars. You put them over. <laughs> yeah, just put them away and go. Yeah, I think at the time there was 18 Zeus buttons in the whole car. I think there's 18 Zeus buttons in my hood on this thing. Oh, jeez. <laughs> wow. No, it's, I don't know. It's, uh, but it's still fun. We all, we, you know, we still go around the racetrack the same way. And uh, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot more good cars today than there was back in the 90s and the 80s. Seems like uh, everybody goes fast today, so competition's really hard. Yeah. But, you know, that's the way it is for everybody. Uh, do you have a uh, favorite driver that you love to race against? Uh, I have about a dozen. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> How about if we just go against about the drivers that don't like racing with? We can, we can do, we can I, do I, that I too. One of them, I know one of them, 27J. Okay, next. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not that I didn't like racing with Danny. Uh, you know, he raced for a living. He, yeah. he wasn't free to do whatever he had to do to, to get to the front. And But he was a really good driver. You can't take it away from him. I mean, he could race anywhere and win anywhere. Absolutely. Uh, uh, his tactics may not have been what I thought were up to par, uh, but if it wasn't for one race, I probably wouldn't really mind him. Uh, that one race just cemented my feelings yeah. for him. Yeah, uh, but I, I, I got over. It. I, I got over it. I'm, I'm over it. I'm, I'm well over. It. You know, I got to tell you that uh, that that week was a funny week because uh, the next week when I won Eastern States and he finished second. My car, my sponsor, who was Bruce Waite, had a big construction company. He took a mm -hmm. full page out in the Ariota Racing News, and it said, uh, and I saw it when, when my paper came. He didn't tell me he did it. And he had a congratulations, uh, Frank Cozy, blah, 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 uh, for winning Eastern States and having Danny Johnson finish on your tail, not your rub rail. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I really boy. thought that was. I saw, I saw it and I thought that was wow. 
it was pretty funny. So the next week was the Flemington 200. <laughs> and we're pulling out in the racetrack, and Danny had on the back of his car, he said, uh, if you don't like my driving, call 1-800-CRYBABY-44. I was laughing so hard. Stephen, my goggles, uh, Stephen, my field up. You know, I thought, yeah, this is really funny. This turned into something. Uh, that is uh, funny. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I like racing with Horton uh, and uh, and uh, Billy because we, ra- we all raced together for so many years. Yeah. Uh, Jack Johnson, Jack Johnson, Alan Johnson, Bob McCready. Uh, for those guys, you know, I mean, they're all good guys. You can race wheel to wheel with them. If they run into you, it's because it's a racing thing. Not that they're right. going to go down and, and hammer you, you know. They raced you. That's what I always liked about those guys, and that's how I tried to race race a guy. You're going to run into to some people. It's going to happen. There's racing accidents, Absolutely. but not constant. Yeah. Not constant banging. You know, we got guys today that that's the way they race, and you, you know, you got to live with it. It's, it just costs you a lot of aluminum wheels is what it does. Yeah, that's not good, too, with that uh, wheel factory that just burnt down and everything. It's not like wheels are a dime a dozen, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's, it's uh, the expense of everything is just going to keep going up. It's not going to go down. Tires that's... went up if you can get them. Uh, but, hey, it's still a fun sport. I think it's the best sport that there is. I think guys that stay in it, uh, for as many years as myself, Horton, Pouch, uh, Alan John, are still, yeah, they're still doing it. Steve Payne, yeah, Steve Payne, there's another guy. You know, I mean, you know, you got to have passion for the sport to just stay in it this long. Now we have two rival series: the Super, uh, yeah, the Super Dirt Series and the Dale Series. What, what do you think? Is that good or bad for the sport? Huh. Never good to split, split anything, I don't think. Uh, takes away from then. I mean, this is a give and take thing, you know. You got to make the fans happy, and you got to make the racers happy. And promoters are in a tough spot. We were promoters at one time, and that's a thankless job. Uh, Deo does a good job with it. Everybody knows he's going to pay the right kind of money. If there is a right money, he you know he seems to pay pretty nice. He has pretty nice deals. Um, his rules were a little more wide open, which that part is kind of fun. I don't particularly care for the motor rules. Okay. And I think he's I yep. think he's going to try and address that eventually. Uh, he's going to have to. I think he's going to not have a choice. Uh, and I think he understands it, and and that makes him a good you know a good choice. Uh, the Super Dirt D- Series is. The one motor deal, uh, I think two different compound tire deals. You know, it's a little easy. All big block stuff, and uh, there aren't, aren't that many big block tracks around here anymore. So no, no, it's not. It's always, been, it's always been that those guys up there run that deal, and us guys down here. You know, I mean, I ran it from down this way. Not too many other guys from down this way ran the series. You know, those years. It's, uh, I mean, I know Godown did the series from down here a couple of years ago, and we talked to him about just how tough it is and, and how much money he spent just on fuel for the hauler alone. I mean, he, and he said his fuel bill for the hauler was 
what was it, Brian? Like eight or ten 15, grand? Like yeah, like fifteen thousand dollars just just in fuel, just to get to the track. Yeah, uh, best way to get around that is just don't add it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't, yeah, right. Just don't try because yeah, you're gonna make yourself you depressed. Enough, <laughs> right. If you have enough money in your wallet to make it to the next race, just go. <laughs> if you start adding it up and you start thinking, Jesus, you know, I could spend this money on something that really makes money, you'll drive yourself nuts. So that's the way I used to look at it. If I'm having a good time or, you know, people got to understand that racing, having a good time in racing isn't like going to a picnic and having a good time. It's different. And, uh, and that's the way I've always looked at it. This is what I like to do. And if I'm going to start counting dollars and cents, since I don't race for a living, I don't depend on the next dime that I make from racing to live my life. Uh, I'm just going to go. And that's what I, that's the way I've always done it. And, uh, if you start figuring out your fuel, I couldn't tell you how much fuel cost me any year I ever raced. I, I, I don't know. And I don't want to know. <laughs> I'm leaving, leaving it at, leaving it, leaving it at that. I wouldn't want to know either. No, I, I have to agree with you that too, because I'd probably get very depressed and like I can't, I wouldn't do it anymore because of that. Probably. I think I would be the same way as long as I got enough in my my wallet to get me to the track. That's all that I night, Yeah, that, I go that's next all, week. That's all we're, we're good to go. Yeah, who cares? You know, that's the passion part of it. You you just yep. got to overlook. Uh, if you start, you know, now these guys are racing for a living. Of course, they can't look at it that way. Nope. And I understand that. And they've got to look at the dollars and cents end of it. And uh, and if I had to do that, I'm sure I would look at it. I'd know what it cost me per lap to go race. And uh, and I probably did that at one time when I had a couple of full-time guys working on the car and I really had to watch myself. I used to sit down and figure it out somewhat. But, you know, you got to remember back in the 90s and the 80s, you 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 had a lot of handouts a lot of a lot of a lot of companies were you know there was competition for business and you got the tires from Hoosier i mean McCreary, five, McCreary. Five years, right yeah the McCreary Hoosier battle which was good for racing uh and i don't think for 4 years or 5 years i ever bought a tire uh fuel i don't think we ever bought any fuel i don't think we bought anything i think those couple of years i had a house car from Knizel so you know, pretty exactly. much everything, uh, you know, go race and get, we'll give you what you need. Uh, but then the promoters took all that. They took the fuel, they took the tire deal so they could pay their whatever, you know. And I don't think a lot of guys don't really realize that, you know, these point funds, we're paying our own point fund, you know, for the, right. through the tire deal, through the fuel deal. And it uh, wasn't that way back then. You used to go run a series race. You called ahead. You got a room. You got passes. And today, that's all gone, you know. So it's really hard to, to go race today. It's, it's 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 tough. Getting back to the Eastern States, when do you would you like to see that race, uh, preferably with no pit stops? Do you think that would be make for a better race for that specific two hundred lapper? Well, pit stops are there about dangerous. Um, yep, yep. I mean, yep. I've run over, almost run over a dozen people there already. Um, matter of fact, I hated going down pit road for the fear of some guy doing his job and you run him over, you know. Yep. It's not, not really set up for that. I think uh, people like to see pit stops. There's action in pit stops, but 
not it's not NASCAR. <laughs> I mean, they're set up for it. They're you know we're, we're right. not right. I mean, I mean, we weren't even set up for it at Syracuse. It was on cinders. So you came in there, and wherever the car went, that's where you went with it. Uh, oh, and Middletown is just a narrow pit lane, and you know, and then when you, you got them so crammed together that guys double park, and then you can't get around them, or you got to squeeze through, and it's just dangerous. Uh, so, well, from the fan point, pit stops are okay, but I think from the driver point, not so good. As a, as a fan, I can tell you, I hate pit stops. I yeah, hate I hate them, them too. I think, I think, I think the, I think Eastern States needs to do what, uh, Deo does with his, his big 200 lappers, or at least what he did at, at Port Royal and, and split the race in two. So at a hundred laps, you pretty much throw like, you know, I guess like NASCAR calls it their competition yellow or whatever and then everybody comes in then i think the live pit stops need to be taken out the same with i think two-way radios need to be taken out in those races yeah the radios i'd get rid of period yeah um, yeah i mean pit stops should only be for tracks that are prepared for it not places that you gotta about kill each other to do it right um you know i don't know uh you may not like uh pit stops maybe fans do i don't know you know, try to please everybody yeah, you know, you'll never please everybody, you know. It's just one well, of those my, deals. My thing, I would want to make it safe because you got guys, like you said, a guy doing his job, and some of the guys that help the, are just voluntary because they happen to, you know, help a buddy out or something. Why put those guys in danger? There's no reason for it. Yeah, right. 95% of the help is, is, is volunteer. Probably more right. than that. Probably 90. You don't want to run over some guy that's, especially if he's a friend of yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would suck. Well, well <laughs> an oh, well, in-law, you... maybe. <laughs> oh, well, I guess, uh, you know, like I said, tracks that are prepared for it and there really aren't any that we raised oh. on, so no, there you have a point. Um, uh, real quick here, uh, how much how much of, like, the, the Super Dirt car and, and then series that you don't race in, how much of that stuff do you still follow or do you not follow any of it? I follow all of it. Yeah, uh, okay. but, you know, I have friends there that still run there and guys that I know. You know, I mean, I, I mean, we raced in Canada, all those tracks. I don't think they can mm-hmm. race there right now, the virus. But, you know, I miss going up there. Had a lot of friends up there, raced up there since 79. Uh, had a lot of fun up there, you know. And uh, so I keep track of all what's going on up there. Um, I keep track of most of it. Uh I would really like to run the, the dirt series again one more time before this thing's over. Um, but you know, it's, it's kind of hard. Uh, you know, I remember back in the, in the eighties and the nineties, we ran always back to back shows. In other words, you right. went to rolling wheels port. Now they make you drive up, then you got to drive home and three days later, oh, you got to drive yeah. back. Uh, you know, when you got a business, that's kind of hard to do. Right. Now I'm going to, I'm going to put you on the spot here for a minute, Frank. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, we got the whole uh, Matt Shepard, Stuart Friesen deal going on. What's uh, what's your take on those two guys? Uh, well, you got to remember, uh, number one, that's what they do every day. Uh, right. they're, they're, they're both good racers. You, you, this sport will take all the time you can give it. So, And they have the time to do that. I'm not saying that they're the only two that have the time. Uh, they obviously have the finances behind them to do it. Uh, I think they're both really good drivers. Uh, 
I really think that uh, I really think that it's a split right down the middle. Um, I think I think Stewie's pretty good everywhere, and I think Shepard's extra good when it's super slippery. Except for last night at Weedsport. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think uh, he's right in the middle of something right now. You know, I mean, he was totally dominant when everybody was in bar cars, but now we got the coil cars, and I don't know that he's really right yet. But he'll get it sooner or later. And look Uh, out when he does. I mean, he isn't gonna. He's working on it right now. He's while we're talking here, he's probably figuring out something else. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, all right, so take those two guys. You think those two guys right now could race with all you boys, the McCready's, Johnsons, yourself, all, all her, and all those guys back in the in your guys' prime? You think you think they could be competitive? Oh yeah. Especially if they had the deals they have now. I mean, uh, what, Stewie's I got... Was, okay, all right. I mean, you know, listen, I'm not going to say that they're the greatest drivers I've ever seen. Uh, they're pretty pretty damn good, but mm-hmm. they, got the, they got the finances behind them to do the job right. Right. Okay, you can't, and they got the time, and they got the knowledge, and they can get the yeah. knowledge. They can get the information. You know, you can get the information at two o'clock in the afternoon. A lot of guys can't do that. You, right. you have to understand that. You know, they got the time. It's if you said to me right now, would you rather have a lot of money or a lot more time to do this? I'd take the time because that there's just so much of it we didn't never know yeah. before that we're now. You know, it's, there's a lot of technology out there that's that's yeah. time consumed. Really oh, is. Oh yeah, I, I agree. You know, we, we've talked to some of the younger drivers, you know, that are, you know, up and coming in the sports, you know, and a guy like Ryan Creighton, who you race against every week down at Bridgeport. I mean, that kid just right. has like, he, he just pulls out like his, his iPad and he just has like all these lists of setups for this and the setup for this and the setup for this time of day and this time of day, the track when it does this, when it does that. So, yeah, I, I agree with you right. with the, the, the whole knowledge. I mean, you got to, you got to know there's a lot of different things you can do with these cars, a lot of technology. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you can buy a car and you can get a book that tells you how to do everything, change your underwear before you race, tells you every every new thing. You know, and it tells you that we never had that when we started, you learned, you know. Right. Uh, yeah. You know, we we talked to somebody that knew and then tried to figure out what the hell they were talking about. And uh but today, you know, I mean I mean, you got a Bicknell car, you call Bicknell. You got a T.O. car, you call T.O. You can get pretty close. I see an awful lot of guys get in a different car, start up front, and get the setup and drive the thing to a win. You see it happen a lot, a lot more today than it used to. Agreed. That's the way it is. Listen, this thing isn't going to be any different than sprint car racing. It's, It's heading that way. You know, sprint car racing, all the winners come from the first, what, three, four rows. Yeah, yeah. You come from 15th to the top five in the 410 sprint car at a big pay and show. You had a hell of a night. And I mean, look at New Egypt last week. Uh, Stewie, who's you know he's right now on top of the deal, started way in the yeah. back and got the got the fifth. Uh, you know we used to do that and win from from 20th. Don't do that. It's hard to do anymore. Too many good cars. Yeah, I agree. Now, I, I don't even know who. Go ahead, Frank. 
No, I said you're talking about series races. I didn't. I didn't even remember there was a race at Weedsport last night. Who won? Yeah. Matt Williamson. Uh, yeah, Matt Williamson. Oh. And there's a race at the Valley going on right now. Yeah. Well, listen. Uh, if we go back to the racetracks, I really don't like Lebanon Valley's top of my list. Really? Ooh. Now, like the promoter, and I, they've got great fans there, and it's a nice place, but I just don't like racing there. Okay. All right. That was number one. That was easier for me than to pick out my favorite. (laughs) Was there a specific, (laughs) uh, maybe a specific reason or incident that happened at the Valley that made you not like it or? Uh, I just, one of them places I could never really, I don't, I've probably been there 40 times in my life and I don't think I got maybe one or two top five finishes. You'd learn to not like something that you do that bad at. Yeah, he's right about that. Well, I mean, I'm following uh, the the Valley race right now on Race Monitor, and it looks like we missed a hell of a heat race. I mean, you got Shepard and Friesen in the same heat race, and Shepard just won by three-tenths of a second. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Just one of them places I never really cared for. But I like the promoter. He's a good guy. That's always good. Before we let you go, Frank, is there anybody you would like to thank or give a shout out to? Well, you know, I've had a lot of a lot of uh, great sponsors. Um, I want to just thank them in general. Um, they've uh, people that have been with me for thirty years. Um, they know who they are if they're listening. How much I appreciate all the years of faithful bailing me out when I got myself in a jam. Um, I drove for so many car owners, I'd have a hard time picking out my all-time favorite. But, uh, you know, I was always grateful that I could call a guy and uh, had a good enough record to, to have them say, yeah, I could use a driver, come drive my car. You know, I had that happen a lot. And, uh, you know, I'm just thankful that the sport's still going, and I hope it keeps going for a lot of years. Yeah, we hope the same. Same. Frank, thank you for taking some time out and talking to us two knuckleheads. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's been fun. I really appreciate guys calling me. Absolutely. Uh, enjoy and uh, good luck the rest of the season uh, down at Bridgeport, Frank. Yep. Thanks a lot, guys. Have a good night. All right, good. Yeah, you too, Frank. Bye. That was the ageless Frank Cozy. That was a pretty cool interview. That was really cool. Yeah, you know, you know the, veterans, the veterans are so much fun to have on. They are. I, don't get me wrong. I enjoy talking to our young guns, but uh, yeah. sometimes these guys just, are yeah, they've been around. They don't have the stories. They, no, they don't have, and they don't care about their sponsors anymore. We like they can give two shitty. They, they can care less. Like, yeah. Whatever. I'm 65. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. No, the so, he's definitely. You know what? He. He he's definitely one of the best too. He's raced with all those guys up here in New York, down PA. Frank is just an awesome driver. He's won pretty much, you know, he's won all over the place. Won big, won the big races, Eastern State, Super Dirt Week. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know, he, I mean, he, may, be, he may be the reason they made a fuel rule over at uh, the Eastern States it was. weekend. <laughs> it was. It was because in the following year they took that away and went back to pit stops. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I'm following a race monitor. The uh, Stuart Freeze oh, and Matt Shepard heat just finished. Uh, Matt oh, won. Oh, God, here we go. Shepard's better than Stuart because he beat him in a heat. 
Mahaney finished third. Mahaney, uh, Mahaney's been having a rough. Uh, he's making me look bad. I should never pick him for anything because he got a DNF last night. He's having motor problems or something, isn't he? Something's going on. Well, he, didn't he just trash a car the other night? Didn't he wreck a car the other that night? That was at Fonda. At Fonda, okay. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, it was a bad wreck. And I think the first, I want to say the first feature, because it was uh, it was uh, Dave uh, the Dave Lape uh, tribute night. So they were run, they ran two twenty two lap features. All right, yeah. so uh, I believe they're only taking two cars from each heat race. Draw. Yeah, for the redraw. For the redraw. So and yes. Stuart Friesen finished second in the. So he's just going to get whatever numbers left. He doesn't even get to pick. Friesen so, so so we'll find out if there's a conspiracy going on or not. It's going to tell us right here, kids. Right if the, here. Um, if the polls are just laying there for him to just pick up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Get back to Frank. He said that the Higbees, they're local to me. I went to school with young Jerry. He was really good in the 702 Bross car back in Orange County, too. But that, uh, Jerry he, was just, he was just like, yeah, Jerry Higby, yeah. His father, Jerry, and his uncle, they were owners for years. They had Boschers in there, all kinds of drivers. Boschers. The Boscher, yeah, Steve Boscher, Bobby Boscher. Yeah. That's right. Back then, he, he, you could come from. It was it was a good time with the Brett, Brett and Danny show and all that stuff. Plus, they had Frank in there and Jeff Hessler. Like they were on top of their game, so it was really some really good racing. Was anyway. Oh yeah, free 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 won that. Whatever the hell they were doing, Orange County, the seventy-five lapper. Oh yeah, yeah. Which they had like the twenty-five. Here, all right. So here's what the I don't understand, two, right? The two, the two twenty-fives. They were qualifiers. So imagine right. like you're going to but Daytona. You had the but, twin one twenty-fives. Yeah, no, I get that. But but then they had okay. a cons. But then they had a conti race, and they took everybody from the conti. That was probably just to have to position them. Why well, would not just follow them heads up in where they finish in the heat? It's just like they started. <laughs> yeah, like I saw that, I was like, "Wait, last chance qualifier, but you're taking everybody." Like <laughs> you could have set, set it up out of the twin twenty fives. You could have just had it here. Here it is. This is how we're doing it. Yeah, and <laughs> one, and two, and then and just keep going on back like that. That's how you set your feet. I don't, I don't know, Mike, because they had they had to waste time. So let's just throw a concy out there. I, I don't know. <laughs> so let's just waste people's. Money on tires and fuel. You just pick where you're going to start for the feature. We'll just do a quick couple hot lap sessions and just <laughs> screw all this crap. Yeah, you could have ran like a, you know what I mean, the 75, 25, 25. You could have ran a 125 lap feature. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you kind of did. <laughs> I don't, dude, I don't, I don't know. You make a, that's a great point. I don't understand. Spin the wheel next time or something. I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Pick a duck out of the pond. Yeah. <laughs> Little rubber ducky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have the balloon races for your heats. You know, like the, at the fair, you got to shoot the water through the thing. I mean, I mean, they have the fair still in Orange <laughs> County every year, so why not? Like, there you go. That, that's how we're setting this up. Do they do they do a race? Do they do a race at Orange County during fair week, or do they not race that week? They used they used to. I don't know. I don't. It, 
Dude, we have, so we have Brett Hearn. We have, I don't know what they're doing, dude. We have Brett Hearn on next week, so should, we should throw him the idea. Brett, if you're racing Dorn Fair Week, take the redraw guys over and do the squirt gun race for the redraw. Yeah, the squirt gun, that's what you said. So if there's 12, right, if you're doing 12, you have them there, and that's how, that's how, I tell you what, that's, not, that's all. honestly, that's a bad idea. That's really not a bad idea. We'll put yeah. up the $12 for the fucking game. Yeah, exactly. With a two dollars we'll first, dollars first. We'll sponsor the redraw. Yeah, we'll sponsor the redraw. We'll pay for everybody's ticket to play the squirt gun game. It's really not a bad idea, Mike. Dude, it takes. Actually, from now on, for entertaining wise, they should have just just bring that booth with you to every race. Boom! Right there, <laughs> there you go. Go out and buy yourself a squirt gun booth. And that's going to be a reach. Instead of pulling your short track super series trailer around each race, pull the pull the squirt gun game and around. Whatever, whatever one freezing and shepherded at, we want inspected before to make sure there's no funny bullshit going on. Absolutely. There, there's no, yeah, no, I, no. You, they have to sit by themselves. They don't have say, Stu, sit at this one, or hey, that, sit at this one, because then we're going to know something's up. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, dude, uh, that's a great idea, though. Dude, I'm, I'm usually good for one one a week, so no more, no more ideas got, this week. My employees are screwed this week. Another one, you have to play a game of horse. Yeah. <laughs> elimination 21. Remember playing 21 as a kid, 101? That's elimination. Yeah, no, you take them, you take them over the, the BB gun game or whatever, where you got to shoot the star out that no one can ever do. Yeah, that's yeah, the redraw. That's yeah. That's the redraw game. If you shoot to start out, you get the pole. I, I uh, that's a really good idea. Uh, he's gonna we'll sponsor, uh, dude. We'll sponsor it. Yeah, we'll pay for everybody to squirt the damn thing. Yeah, like three bucks a game, two bucks a game. So it's like what? Whatever. Twenty-four Josh, bucks. Yeah, well, God, pay for it. <laughs> Since he ditched us tonight. Um, uh, speaking of. Redraws. I don't like redraw races. I still don't like them. I don't like redraws either. Um, I'm not a huge fan of pill draws either. Coming in the gate, this for your heat races. However, time trials. If you're doing time, if you're doing time trials to start, I think it needs to be inverted. USAC does. Yeah, let's not do this world of outlaws bullshit where the fast guys start up front and then there's no passing in the feature. USAC does they invert it. So if you're set fast time, you get you know a little money for setting fast time, you're pretty you're starting like last in your heat. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't maybe not go that far, maybe invert half of them or Yeah, it does help the not so money guys kinda start up front and your you know, your bigger teams are they're gonna be starting in the back after the heats are done. Yeah, I mean I think I don't know. I don't, start, I, no. start, I don't. I, I yeah. have never been a fan of starting fast guys up front. I mean, it's no. just if you're calling the best, they can win from 19th. Exactly, or farther. Because to me, in my opinion, you're going to start killing off the weekend guys, or you know, you go to your local track like wherever Dale is going to be at Penn Camp. You got your Penn Camp locals. Like, well, I'm not even going to bother on a midweek sure show because. More than likely, I'd be starting behind Shepard, this guy, that guy, the other guy, and what's the point? Right. I, I don't have the money that these guys do. Right. You know, 
I spent my last hundred dollars getting here tonight to race with these yeah. guys, you know. Race with these guys, pretty much. Yeah, I I agree. I think I think something needs to change. I mean, I get it. Uh, I guess from a, a well, promoter standpoint, pick, we can we can always pick the pretty much who the top twelve guys are going to be in the oh, race. Absolutely. absolutely. I mean, I mean, you know, every now and again. Yeah, every now and again, you know, maybe a guy doesn't quite get in that you thought was going to get in or something. But that for the most part, important. yeah. Yeah. But for the most, all right. So for your most part, if you're going to a Deo show, Reason, Shepard, Perego, Mahaney, yeah, yep. uh, Lachlan, Guler, yeah, Guler, yeah. If you're if it's a South Series, Pouch, Watt, you know, it's gonna, it's like this, it's literally you can pick the twelve guys that are gonna make the redraw. Yeah. On a, on occasion, on occasion, you know, a, a track local may squeeze in there, you know, depending on if if they had a really good draw, because you know, day is all draw for your heat spots. So if a track local picked a had a really good draw, and maybe you know someone had a really bad draw, you know, uh, some guys aren't very good at drawing. Maine usually has a pretty pretty shitty draw. <laughs> well. <laughs> Maresca's had a lot of issues with Maresca's had a lot of issues with cars here lately. Yeah, he does. He's been uh that that Gary he's yeah. had nothing but issues with the Gary Simpson car. And yep. I don't know that uh Prego really had much success with it. I know he won at Port Royal with it that year, but other than that. And then Larry White was in it for a little stint too and didn't yeah, really yeah. And these are three pretty good damn good drivers. Yeah, it didn't materialize as much and no, no, actually it didn't. That kind of has like it, faded away. So speaking of car, uh, has anybody announced who's driving the fifty-one car? The uh, I haven't seen anything. The Danny's Pizza Pizzazz car. I saw him getting the the guy that owns that car. I've seen him going back and forth with a fan on Facebook. Is a fan what pretty arguing? Much, yeah, because some His fan was like junk. Yeah, he said the car's junk. <laughs> he said if if. He said, if you have Billy Pouch Jr. in that car and didn't do anything, that thing's junk. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, Buckwalter, Buckwalter is good. He's getting real. He's coming a, coming a long ways in the, the dirt modifieds. So, if Timmy, Timmy's just a flat-out driver. And if yes. Timmy really they couldn't do much with it, then. Okay, I don't, I don't uh, know. I, I, I mean, Pouch I, Jr. only picked up one win in that car. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't want to sit here and call. Brad somebody. did okay with it. Brad, yeah. Brad did okay yeah. with it. Well, he, he, he picked up the win with it. it. He, he picked up one in North South Carolina last, yeah. last year. Yeah. So I don't want to so, sit here. And, I don't want to sit here and call somebody's equipment junk because you know they, I'm sure that guy's busted his ass at his businesses. No, to, I agree. To, to, I, to pay to pay for the equipment, I just don't understand. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it just maybe the car and the equipment just has bad luck or something. Maybe they just you know, that happens. Yeah, I, maybe, maybe they don't have a crew chief with the knowledge that that car needs. That's or something. I don't know. set it up. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Could be. Who knows? Uh, yeah, wish him luck and hope, hopefully he finds a driver and uh, you know, yeah. have success. You know, you just want to see him succeed and you don't want to lose a car out there if you like him or not. Yeah, because. Uh, wasn't Timmy running that car for points at Bridgeport? I think he was, yes. So is he not running Bridgeport now? Is he going to run the Norm Saxon's car at Grandview now? He's, What's... he's back. 
he's back in the Norm Saxton. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But that was supposed to be special shows anyway, wasn't it, with that deal? I don't know what the... I don't know what the deal was with that. No idea. It continued. Things change. Yeah, things do change. Especially in the racing world. Oh boy, don't they ever. Things can change quick. Yeah, so... Oh, Eric, Eric Rudolph uh, did not qualify in the heat race. See, sometimes the Valley's one of them tracks either that could... Tremont, DNQ in the heat race. Wow. Yeah, yeah, well, big wow. That's kind of, he's not having a good year so far again. Uh, Shocker, Andy Andy Bichetti won his heat race. And he might be a Mr. Dirt USA winner, too. That's not the big one, it's the smaller one, I guess. There's two of them. The 25.5 is the one in September, like I'm hoping to get to. Uh, where are the where are the uh, where are the outlaws racing? Apparently, Brad Sweet went over, rolled it. I don't know. Oh, did you see the Brady Bacon wreck at Terre Haute? Oh my God, dude, that thing was wow. How he walked away from that? That was that was bad, bad. Blows my mind. That just uh, that just really uh, shows you how how that just it goes to show how great the safety equipment in these cars really is. I mean, he, dude, he was like gone, like he was going about, you know, meet uh, Lance Armstrong on the moon, or Neil Armstrong, whatever his name was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Lance, Lance Armstrong's to do the to do the cheated at the bike races. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he ran, he ran too big of a stagger. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right, so last night's uh, ice skating. Super Dark Car Series Heroes Remembered 100 goes to Money Matt. Money Matt Williamson. Decker had, oh, I was pulling for Decker. Decker second, free free. Uh, I thought that, I thought that race is going. T-bone fourth. I thought that car, I thought that race is going to go, uh, you know, wire to wire. I didn't think that was going to be a caution. Yeah, a lot of people, oh, all right, all right. The Shepherd fan said that was a Stuart Friesen caution, and the Friesen fan said that was a Shepherd caution. Yeah, but it didn't Which benefit. Did Matt, yeah, Matt finished seventh. Yeah, it didn't benefit Shepherd. He picked up two position. Yeah, he picked up like Justin, two positions. How about Justin Ayers? How about Dude. T-Bone finishing fourth? Yeah, I'm telling you, that guy can wheel a car. He can wheel a car. Yeah. And the Batman, the Batman, rounds up the top ten. He's close. He's getting close to something, I feel, Britain. ever since he left the, the Valley this year. And kind of going to the – I think he's going to win, like, one or two at Atlanta Legends. That, I'm calling it. Right. Yeah, at I think least so. one. I think he's going to get at least one. I mean – That just is my opinion because me and you have been watching it, what, weekly now pretty much. Yeah, I've watched every race so far this year they've had. So there's three. <laughs> and – you know, he finished second Saturday night to Matt Shepard. Congratulations on your 400th career win. That was nice of the TV to uh, Land of Legends actually to freeze up on us. So thank you. Yeah, no. Couldn't even watch him come across the finish line for nope. no big. Uh... 
So Justin T-Bone finishes second. If he starts up a little bit better, he's going to pull off two to three, I think. Well, that's his regular track, too. And him and Matt Shepard did have a points battle at Shepard. Shepard actually won because uh, those two tied. So Shepard got the championship because he had, like, a couple more wins than uh, Justin. Yeah. Who, a matter of fact, those two grew up racing against each other in go-karts. Absolutely. Two, two totally different styles, in my opinion. Uh, yes. Uh, you know, Matt, Matt is a very meticulous... Yeah, and Justin uh, don't give a shit. He just seems like, I'm putting it out there. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Matt, Matt's a very smooth, meticulous driver. And Justin's just like, you know what? If there's an opening, I'm going for it. I like that though. I, I don't. I, I don't me, care if my. I like that. that is that is dirt racing. He's like, I don't care if my car isn't ran up high all night. If that's where I got to go, it's where we're throwing her up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm gonna see. It's going up there now. I gotta go find out. You know, got to beat that nine Yeah, gotta go see if there's any bite up there. You know. He is uh, fun to watch. He really is. He. I'm really becoming a pretty pretty good fan of his. Yeah, I, I agree. I think so. Write, too. write it down, Jennifer. We want T Bone. We want T Bone on the show. Yep, T Bone. Uh, Mr. Williamson decided the night before we sport to go to Fulton and got himself a second place. Larry White picks up the win in his uh, father's second sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about the ages? The new Hall of Fame inductee, Pat Ward, gives himself a fifth, and there's some other uh, Kevin Root. Uh, Ke- I think Kevin Root won his heat race at Lebanon Valley tonight. Well, he's he's been he's raced that track before. The rookie he's of done the series, not, not bad. He's done not bad there. And the Vinny Salerno car. Yes, the Vinny Salerno car. Our man Billy Gator Dune wins at Can Am. Your boy, Mister Fuller, finishes second, followed by Jordan McCready, Lance Wilkes. You guys have seen him before. He's yeah. at uh, Big Diamond. And Jackson Gill running up the top five. Yeah, Kevin Root won, won his heat race tonight over J.R. Hefner and Billy Decker. Heffy Hef? Mm-hmm. I like Hefner. Oh, Brett Hearn finished sixth in his heat race. Oh, he's not the same anymore. Old Ty. Perico. Well, go ahead, Mike. Old Ty Ty finished eighth in the heat race. Oh, poor Ty Ty. Ty Ty. I mean, how about that move for uh, what Perego at New Egypt at the filthy Jersey race last week? That was, dude, that was a hell of a move. Dude, that was a hell of a move. Oh, man, how he split. That was awesome. Mahaney finished second, McLaughlin, Brandon Grasso, free, free fifth, who also got hard charger because he had to win something. <laughs> he started sixth, finished fifth, so hard charger. Um, <laughs> Pouch Jr., Jeff Strunk, Guler, Shepard, and Ryan, our own Ryan Creighton rounds out the top ten. Yeah, that race. Uh, it was nah, boring. Uh, it was, yeah, until, that, that, until the end. Yeah, the Anthony Perego pass was. That was. was, su- I was, was like, that was, it was also super exciting, but the rest of the race up until that point was boring yeah. as hell. That's why I always fast forward from lap. If I if I don't watch it that night, I'll watch the replay. I usually just like, all right, let me pick it up from lap 25 on. Right. 
It was, um, it was a very, very boring race. Steve Payne wins at Outlaw in the Dale Derry, uh, series. It's about the last time we were on, too. Yeah, and then Dale races tomorrow night at Penn Can. At Penn Can. Which helps so, out a lot of guys who were torn so between. Let's start, let's start the conspiracy theory right now. Right. Where does Brett Dale keep his weather machine? Hmm. I don't know. Or, or I'm sorry, Halmar. That Halmar. way you can run Weedsport. And now, oh, it rained out. Pencan rained out, everybody. Yeah, we but then we can go to two. So, but here's the thing, though. Why hasn't this Friesen maybe now signed his platinum agreement for Super Dirt? Because I don't think there's any more. I don't know. I, I, there's no more. Uh, there's no more conflicts between Dirt and Super and Short Track Super Series. But I don't know if there's any conflicts between Dirt and NASCAR. Oh, I don't know. That's a good point. Well, Tim Fuller didn't sign his either. Yeah, I wonder why. Because uh, hmm. maybe he's not doing all of them. I yeah, don't maybe know. That's all. That sucks that they so look, pay out the point fund to you if you don't sign. Well, that's that's like holding you hostage. It is. It really is. Like, yeah, you I have mean, to so, come on our risk. But then so again, it's a the lot dr- of money. I don't know. So I mean, then maybe the drivers should organize. It is a it is a pretty lucrative points payout, like forty grand. I heard so. Oh, uh, I think Christian Alara. It was fifty two. Two or something like that, or fifty-two-five. So it's it's yeah, it's pretty lucrative. I mean, the only way you're getting a better payout is if you win the uh, grand champion with Dayo, which you know only one person's been able to do that. That's it's 50, yeah, it's fifty-three-five or something. Oh, so <laughs> that's still on, right? Uh, as far as I know. As far as I know, it is, but I mean, pretty much, it's really not. Everything else got rained out this weekend. Well, Fonda, Fonda didn't. Friesen picks up both of the features. Yeah, everything else though was a was a wash. Pretty much, people started canceling pretty pretty early. I mean, that's all it did all weekend was just rain. What do we got coming up this week? I'm doing Land of Legends probably again. Uh, you're going to shift to weekly racing. Uh, you know, everywhere. Weekly, you know, Bridgeport, New Egypt, Grandview, Diamond, everybody. Haven't heard anything from the, the down south, down in Delaware. I haven't heard much about Delmar. I don't know. I haven't yeah. seen any... Uh, I don't think I've seen any race results either, to be honest with you. No one's posted anything about Jordan Watson winning, so. (laughs) God bless his heart. I don't know what's going on down there. All right, predictions for this weekend. For what? Land of Legends. Mac Mac does it again. Yeah, Mac goes goes four four wins in a row. Hmm. It's it's hard. It's hard not to pick him as how dominant he's been there. Yeah. But I always see, I always like to, you know, pick, pick different. 
I'm going to go with T-Bone because T-Bone's kind of getting close. I'd like to see T-Bone, uh, you know, and I think uh, – Or even your boy Fuller. I think the guy that beat him is going to be Rudolph, honestly. I think Rudolph's going to be the yeah. one that's Shepard first. All right, so you're going to pick Eric? Are you yeah. gonna, you're going with Matt, right? You're going to go with Matt? Yeah, I'm going with Matt, but if somebody's going to beat Matt, it's going to be Rudolph, I think. I'm going to take, I'm going to take Justin just because those two races against each other in go-karts, and I think he's getting close. You might share, Matt might be sharing some setup information with him. Hell no. Yeah, no. God, no. <laughs> Uh, Utica Rome. Uh, so I didn't even know. I, I, I Shepherd. I don't know. I mean, there's only been like 15 cars a week showing up at Utica Rome. I know. All all these people were supposed to be lost <laughs> racing there this year. Then nobody's seen anyway. Marissa Marissa hasn't hasn't there. I, there. I don't think I've seen Schilling's name up there. Have you? I can't remember. The thrilling David Schilling. Yeah. So, so, All right. How about Al, so, well, since Shepard leaving Outlaw? Um, so NASCAR trucks race this. Uh, no, they don't race this weekend. So she, or Stu will be at Utica Rome Friday night. So it's going to be the Stu and, and Shepard show again. Shepard's been yeah. close. You know, he hasn't pulled that win off yet this year at Utica Rome. He's been close. A couple seconds. He is leading the points. Is he really? Yeah, by two over Jessica Friesen. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll grow. Alright, so I'll take Shepard at Utica Rome. Mark Johnson at Albany Saratoga. I'm going uh Ginger Ninja. Alright, we're talking Friday nights. Yeah, I'm going Ginger Ninja at uh Albany Saratoga. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because uh, I think he's good. Yeah. He got his first. Yeah, okay. Utica Rome, I'm sure as hell not picking Stu. No, of course. No, God, no. <laughs> Who's your favorite football team? Mine? Dallas. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, so gay. <laughs> so, yeah, you might as well pick, like, Philly or the Giants. Yeah, right. You guys are, you know, all right, like Cowboys. Uh, Friday Steve, night. Steve Payne, I'm going to go with Steve Payne at Outlaw. Uh, and I'm going Doctor. Yeah, I wanted to, but I was like, nah, because every time I pick something, like, oh, Manny's going to be your Super Dirt Series champion this year. How you doing? Did not finish last night. I'm going Billy Pouch Jr. at Big Diamond. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, Big Diamond. Hmm. 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 Mike Gore. Ooh. I'm going. I'm going, Mighty Mike. Uh, all right, so that's pretty much all Friday night tracks, right? So Saturday, Grandview. Saturday, Grandview. I'm going Dwayne Howard. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to agree with you. I'm gonna go with Dwayne. Uh, Orange County, Perego. Uh, Orange County Small Blocks. Yes. Um... Now you know what, Danny Creed. I'm going out on a limb, and I'm going with our previous guest, Allison Ricky, the, the new Pulse Nightmare. The new Pulse Nightmare. Bridgeport. Bridgeport, Ryan, go down. 
I'll take the other Ryan for 500, Alex. I'm going with Krejcian. It's hard to pick. Godown's just been so fast, so consistent. I mean, come on. I got I got to go against the obvious. Yeah. The Valley. The Valley. Andy Piketty. Yeah. Andy freaking. Yeah, I'll go with Piketty on that. Woodhull. Uh, Billy, <laughs> old BVP. All right, you're going Van Pelt. I'll take Donnie Lawson. Uh, New Egypt, I'm going uh, Scooby. He's due, isn't he? He is due, and he's had a lot of motor problems and a lot of mishaps. He's he's due. I'll go with Mighty Mike again. He's gonna he'll sweep this weekend. Uh, Fonda. Uh, really? Yeah. Let's. We're not even picking Fonda. Let's just skip over that. I mean, I mean, we we did pick Land of Legends because uh, that's true. There's that's all true. the drivers that kind. Con- all right, let's pick Fonda. Let's just have fun, Mahaney. Uh, Mariska. <laughs> Mariska Maris- Maris- gets out of like- a slump. He's like, <laughs> I can't, I can't finish the word, Brian. <laughs> Maruska gets out of his slump, I think. All right, so that leaves us what? I think we covered everything, right? That we that we care about. Has uh, Ransomville running at all this year? Yes, I think they're, I think they're Friday nights. They are Friday night track. I just didn't know if they'd run it all this year or not. All right, Ransomville, it's, Money Matt, uh, Rudolph. Ooh, yeah, that's all right. Uh, we have Accord, but I don't even know who races at Accord anymore, to be honest with you. Prego went to Albany, Saratoga. That's uh, in Wisconsin, where, right? Where's Costa race? Corey Costa? Yeah. Is he races he races at, uh, no, Corey Costa will race. Uh, oh, uh, uh, Woodhall. Is it Outlaw? Outlaw Friday. I think he's Woodhall on Saturdays. Yeah, because he just beat Billy Van Pelt last weekend or uh-huh. the weekend before. Yes, it yeah, last time they were in. Yeah, last time they were in. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh Afton. Afton. You really don't know any races there, right? You yeah, don't know, I don't know some any. Of I'll, I'll take Alan Barker. I'll take Decker and the, the oh, we forgot. At Thunder Mountain. Let's yeah, say we forgot Thunder Mountain. Um... And, ready? Ready? For the. For whatever small block division that they're in, I'm taking the Tommy 713 Collins. of Tommy Collins. He's going to win. I'm taking uh, Corey. No, Corey runs oh, fucking Orange. He does. He's running Orange no, County. Oh, yeah, Corey's running Orange County. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go with 713 as well. Yeah, I like. I want to see. I want to see. I want to see Tommy pick up his first small block win. I think he's. They're going to do it. Pro or take. Sure. They're close. Brewerton? I mean, I'm going to go Lightning Larry's in Daddy Sandbox. Chris Heil. Ooh. Oh, at Can-Am. Where are we taking Can-Am? Billy Dunn. I say Dunn does it, too. But Fuller Race is there, too. Oh, I'll take I'll take your guy, and you're going to take Dunn. Yeah. All right, so we have Fulton Saturday night. Fulton Saturday night? Uh, man, I don't even know if I know who runs at Fulton on Saturday nights other than Quick, loose, go to Northeast. Go to loose, go to Northeast. Go to North. Go to the Northeast stats and that, and they'll give you the top ten of last week's race. 
Got it. Hold on. My fingers aren't Got that it. fast. Yeah, I'm on it. Calm down. <laughs> My fingers don't work that fast, especially at 9.15 at night. Oh, we have to go to freaking work tomorrow. Yeah, I'm not really looking forward to that. <laughs> Uh, we're picking Fulton, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. You know what? I'm going to go with the, uh, I'm going to go with the the savvy veteran. I'm going to take Pat Ward. Nice. I am going to take... The Buzzsaw, Ben Bouchard. And that, we should probably should have wrote these picks down. Yeah. Well, we're recorded. That's why we did that. That's true. That's true. All right, who do we got next week on the loud pedal? The For real this time. <laughs> For real this time. The rescheduled, the corporate jet, Brett Hearn. Where me and Mike are going to ask him, For real this time. The possibility of a New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania tri track series and Dance other questions. Fans work, work on races for redraw. And and Eastern states, like pit stops. and Yeah, we, there's just a ton of stuff to ask them. So tune in. That may be an hour long interview just with him. Yeah, it's probably going to be a long show. So, but well, we don't care. Um, Remember, guys, follow us on Facebook, the Loud Pedal Podcast page. You can also listen to us on Spotify and Anchor. And Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, any major podcast. We're on like seven different podcasting platforms. Yeah. So any major know, podcasting so. platforms, we're on there. CastBox and there's a couple. I don't remember all the other ones that nobody ever listens to. Most of you pull that thing that most people listen to us on uh, I, I, or Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts is what we're mostly listening to on. But any of those, you can follow us. We have an Instagram page that we don't really post much, but you can follow us on there too if you want. Yeah, we might we might do a uh, you a loud pedal YouTube channel. We don't know yet. Yeah, if we can ever get Josh straightened out. Yeah, which, so so forget about the YouTube channel. <laughs> Yeah, and please leave us a review and any questions, uh, message us on Facebook. We appreciate any input, suggestions, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. For Michael Clark Griswold, <coughs> the co-hostess with the most is Jennifer Houseman on the mouth, and you've been Black Flag. Shut the f*** up!